today's podcast and Gratitude Slam Live recording, I think has one of the largest impacts out of any of the Gratitude Slam Lives we've had. And that's because there's a stress that I'm often feeling and I'm witnessing other people have a similar stress. They can't put their finger on what's causing the stress. We're in a time of the post-COVID lockdown and there's a lot of change. And today is going to talk about this invisible pressure that is on us. You're not crazy. I promise you, you're not crazy. You're not going insane. It's just the typical human psyche doing what it's designed to do. So I really want you to tune in today, or I'd like you and invite you to tune in today to the content and to participate. And when I say participate as a podcast, it means say your answers out loud because that's going to make the neural connections in your brain start to fuse together even more and faster and you'll be able to start serving yourself even more as you start having these why am I feeling this way kind of experiences. So with that said, let's take a breath and hop into the slam. Hello, it is 8.01 a.m. Eastern Time here in Bryant Park, New York City right now. I'm actually doing this for my laptop, and I've realized I've never done this before in the park for my laptop, so we're going to see how this ends up working out. My name is Michael Cedar. I am the host of the Gratitude Slam, and again, every 8.01 a.m. Eastern Time on Tuesdays, we do the and in the very few times in a year I'm not available, um, we make sure that this space is still here for you. This is a way to occupy space. I actually want you to put that section, even if you're watching this as a replay, occupy space. And I'm not trying to do a word play on something like occupy wall saying Occupy space. Occupy space. When you're with someone you utterly love or you're doing a hobby you utterly love, what do we do? We occupy that space. But if we're doing something like me in math class in high school, where we're literally looking at our watch, our Casio calculator watch every few minutes, um, we're trying to not occupy that space. And so I want to have a space where we can always occupy the time. Amanda, hello. Dan, hello. Amanda, saw you emailed. I will uh, send something back as soon as I get back to my office. Ah, and if you are watching this as a replay, type the word replay in the chat section. But right now, those of you in the room, you're probably not watching the replay. But if you are watching this as a replay, uh, it won't say live. Type the word replay because when you type replay, it's a cue to me to go in and still respond to your what you have to say. All right, um, let's occupy space with a breath right now. Let's just slow down, no dot, 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 just breathe in the space, like be like, I'm happy I'm here. And today's topic is uh, stress of post-COVID change. Stress of post-COVID change. Now, number one, I recognize we're not post-COVID, it's still here but we're not in the lockdown anymore. I'm in a park not wearing a mask, though I have my mask right over here with me, so when I walk away, um, I can uh, respect other people and uh, protect myself and others around me. But it's still not the COVID of 2020. We're now in 2020.2, as I like to call it. And so right now, just to recognize what is stress, you know, and we all have different definitions, so we'll all be right. But if you could define stress, put your definition of stress in the chat section. Good morning, Janice. Good morning, Roz. Good morning, Sherry. Ah, look at all these wonderful punums, as my grandmother used to say. She would walk in, she goes, oh, maka punum. I don't know what the makam part says. If anyone knows Yiddish, she can tell me here. 
the intensity is lightning. So that's your definition of stress. The intensity is lightning. Because I'm going to give us a perspective on stress that is super simple to quantify, super simple to understand. What is your definition of stress? Kathy's saying for her, no mass is good. It's a little bit scary. Didn't think you'd be feeling that. Great. And that's what we're going to talk about is this stress of this post-lockdown era. I'm calling it post-COVID for the sake of this because it is the post-COVID era of this world that we lived in where we were super in this little tunnel here. Oh, stress. Uh, you were talking about uh, COVID before. Amanda's saying stress is an indication of incongruency or overwhelmness. So I'm going to totally blow your mind in about a quarter of a minute here, or maybe a minute. Janice says, my definition of stress is what Ross says about something else being fully present. Is stressful to you? I missed that comment from Roz about being fully present is stressful to you. So being fully present is actually stressful to you. How interesting is that? Good morning, MB. Great seeing your, uh, your face here today. Uh, stress, Sherry says, is thinking about things that haven't happened yet and how to navigate. Janet says, stress is a motivator for change. Look at that. Isn't that interesting? Very different take. Janet has on stress on the others. Now, that doesn't make her right nor wrong. It doesn't make anything. It just makes it what she said. And I really appreciate Janet throwing down something different. And again, as people say things, I want you to like, love, got to have whatever they have to say, because this is that space to occupy to be with others. It's not normal space, right? Really, we're not here together. We're just digital pixels in a digital space together. But I really want you to like, love and or comment on other people's um, statements because this is a space to digitally be together under this platform. Roz says, won't let me watch and comment. Stressful. Oh, well, that's see, there you got stress. I don't know why, Roz, I see you. Dan's saying, trying to deal with life and work and other overwhelmed people. I might miss reading some other people's statements. So stress is a unit of change. I'm going to type it out. It's so important. Stress is a unit of change. That's it. And there are a bunch of psychologists, scientists, and not lot who have actually deemed the typical unit of stress on a person of changes in our life. And so even if the change is good, you get a new job, you come into a raise of more money, um, you come into a new relationship, you move in together, and hopefully that's a good thing, right? Um, that's still a unit of change. And as human beings, we love our homeostasis. We love to have this equilibrium so things are like this. Anything that brings change to the forefront is a unit of change. It's a unit of stress. And so scientists have shown that there are there's like the top seven biggest stressors, uh, death of someone you love, divorce, uh, change of dwelling, change of job. I can't remember what they all are. You could GTS, Google that shit, and find out for yourself. Just write um, stress units, units of change, stress, stress measurements, right? And so we're just going for now on the standpoint that stress is a unit of change. And whether stress is good and fun and exciting and wanting to move towards it even more, or it's undesirable space you want to occupy, a 10-minute sweaty conversation, as Gay Hendricks calls it from the book The Big Leap, which I love that term. Or losing a relationship, whether naturally forced because of a lack of values, 
that stress is a unit of change. So let's take a look at what happened pre-COVID and then we're gonna go into our gratitude slam portion of this. We went into the, I'm sorry, we went into COVID, the era of COVID, lockdown, very fast, lots of stress, all at once, thrown off of equilibrium just about all the way for many of us, right? Especially if adapting is not a art form for you yet. And so all this stress happened and boom, 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 boom. But the stress was almost a little clearer. Go inside, don't do this, wipe down your boxes. Even if the data was wrong, there was clarity to the change. And now here we are in this post-COVID era, and again, I'm recognizing COVID is here for those of you who just came in the room. And now there's all these new changes. Some are great, some are good, some are uncertain, right? MB says, ironically, the lockdown was the least stressful part. So now in this post-COVID era, as the world is waking back up in its unique way, as humans are waking back up in our unique ways and we can sit outside in a park without a mask or whatever it is and maybe you even disagree with that and that's fine but again it's all change going back to the office the job force opening back up in new kinds of ways do i go to an office do i work from home part-time whatever it is the lockdown was the easy part when you get hit by a bus it's quick it's fast it hurts it's painful it's a lot of change but that's not where the stress comes from. The stress comes from all the change during the healing process. Not being able to speak, not being able to move, not being now needing to go to physical therapy, not losing your job, right? Getting hit by a bus takes a fraction of a second. Healing takes years. And so I'm saying this because as I think this is possibly one of the most powerful uh, not powerful. I think this is going to be one of the most important messages we've ever talked about in the Gratitude Slam. So I encourage you to tag people in here who are part of the Slam or invite people in to watch this video because it's really easy to miss the fact that all this good that is happening is actually additional units of change. The healing process is stressful because it's not life as we know it or knew it, even though we're moving back to it towards it, but it will never fully be the same. Coming out of the lockdown is harder, like Janice said. And don't forget or remember that the people around you are also going through change and maybe they're enjoying the change, but it's still new units of stress that are going to create somatic experiences in and on the body. So what I'd like everyone to do right now is put into the chat section one place where you're now realizing there is change. And I'm just putting mine. Do I wear a mask? Do I not? Right? That's the first one for me. The other one is speaking engagements are becoming real again. That's a unit of change. So there's all these forms of change. I can now go to restaurants, meaning social life is change. So I'm putting down in the comment section the areas that I'm missing consciously that these are units of change. 
and units of change are units of stress. And the more units of change that stack on top of each other, the more pressure there is until you become super volcanic. So put down in the chat section, what is a unit of change that you missed that it was changed? Because conscious, subconsciously, we're, we're just going through life, we're doing, we're going with the flow, whatever it is, but it's actually a unit of change in our body. And so we're going to respond different, we're going to react different, and we might miss the fact that it is indeed and actually change. Right? Just the fact of feeling safe traveling again means there's a stress of now you can travel again. Now you need to get the luggage out again. Now you need to read all the rules there are, and that's going to be changed. Right? I did a great job not being social for a year and a half. Now friends want to get together. And there's nothing wrong with that, but that's change. And all this change is stress on my body. Getting hit by a bus takes a fraction of a second. Healing takes years. We're now in a healing process, and there's going to be change. There's going to be new ways to show up. There's going to be new consequences, new rewards. Right? Concerts. Right? But going to a concert will be a unit of change. I was walking through the park the other day. I was walking over there. Uh, on my way home, and I heard a sound I have not heard for a year and a half. And it was the sound of people clapping. And there was a concert going on over there that was formerly, uh, it seems like it was uh, formerly part of the park's uh, curation. And it scared me hearing the change. It made me uncomfortable. I heard clapping, groups of people clapping. And I went and I sat and I listened to the uh, French horn quartet play. and people clapped and it actually made me uncomfortable because it's now change even though I loved it and it was wonderful Whew. so so many great things being said here Sherry it's work right how do you do the same kind of schedule so now there's gonna be change and once you make the decision it's still change stressing about the team getting the vaccine right see the healing process is more hard than the actual cause of damage itself because the cause of damage isn't the stress it's the process of handling the shifts after the stress after the change after the initial impact happens and even like sherry says she's okay with change it's still a unit of stress and so the idea is just pay attention to what your body's telling you during this time boom right Roz is even saying it's a renegotiation of how and who we want to be now i love that perspective. All right. That was a lot I laid on you. Again, if you know someone who would be benefit hearing this because maybe they're like, I'm going crazy and I don't know why. This is the reason why. Tag them in here or invite them into the slam to watch this. Let's do our three dot meditation. Take all of your attention, and all of your focus. Just put the feeling to the three dots on the screen or on your keyboard. Or if you're listening to this as a podcast, I still want you to say all of your answers out loud. Because we do this as a podcast now. You can find it on iTunes and Spotapoo and Anchory or whatever. All these things are called that the kids are talking about nowadays. <sighs> Just doesn't it feel nice that we have the power at any moment in time, even with outside forces pushing energy on us like kids or crazy people yelling at us or whatever, we have the attention to bring all of our focus to our inside world whenever we want. 
And I want you to put down three areas where you're grateful for the change. Even if the change is causing stress, the changes of the post-COVID era, meaning the coming out of the healing process. Ooh, you might hear a sound, it sounds like they're mowing a lawn or something. Oh, there's a lawnmower just coming up over here. Um, so you might hear some noises in the background over here. Um, what I want to say is three things you're grateful for for the change of the post-COVID era. I'm going to go, you can go simultaneously with me, and I still encourage you to like, love, and gotta have, oh, look at that, just a lawnmower, just hopping by over there, not sure what he's doing. I'm grateful that I can be outside and feel super good about it, the change of weather, the change of not wearing the mask in the park the entire time, and, and that's not saying you need to do the same, that's up to you what you want to do. I'm grateful that people are going to be coming into my office, that are coming into my uh, coaching practice more. My coaching practice is right here on 5th and 42nd. I'm grateful that people are coming in, but, not but, with that comes new process, new protocol. Do we hug? Do we not hug? Do we elbow bump? Do you wear the mask? Right? And so now there's all this change, and now I have to make all these new decisions, causing stress. And that's okay, because stress is not good nor bad. It is just what it is. Oh, I like what Dan's saying about taking a cruise in October. Congrats, man. Dan's saying Broadway reopening. Absolutely. Sherry, grateful to get together with friends again. Yeah. Grateful I can see my vaccinated family and feel good knowing they feel safe with me in their presence. That was really fucked up a little bit. You listen to this a podcast where you got kids in the car, my boo. Amanda, grateful for potential togetherness, space, learning about new normals, dining again. Right? I'm grateful to be able to travel again without being shamed. Not that the shame was preventing me from doing it, but it's just nice. It's one less pressure. But it's still going to be like, ooh, what's going on, right? Because there's change. Janice is saying, great for the loss of a stress of having to remember a mask every time you step out. Yeah, oh my God, Janice, I totally get it. There were times I left my office forgetting it, and I was like, oh God, and people were like shutting me. I would walk outside like this because I was like, I want to respect people and their comfort levels. Oh, Dan, having normal holidays. Dan, you got some great ones here today. Jennifer's grateful. That your core group of friends can get together later this month. Beautiful. Kathy's grateful for working at work. It's much easier. Yeah. Grocery shopping in person more. Yeah. Oh, hugging people. Oh, hugging people. Roz is grateful always had a remote business, so it wasn't change, right? Hmm. So let's do our last thing. I want to, I'm grateful for blank. I'm grateful for blank. Because the habit we want to build is I'm saying I'm grateful as many times as we can. And you know what? Now that I say that, I missed my favorite opportunity of the gratitude slam. Let's all just say it. I am grateful for. I, I am so grateful. I am so grateful. I am so grateful. Take the time to slam it down now. And again, if you listen to this a podcast, and say it out loud. If you're on the subway, say it out loud. If you don't feel comfortable saying it out loud, then whisper it. And if you're here now, slam it down. If you're watching this as a replay, slam it down. I am so grateful. I am so grateful. I am so grateful. Normally, you start with that. I was super excited about this rich topic and wanted to share it here and hear what your answers were. So type it out. 
I am so grateful, I am so grateful, I am so grateful. Type it out now. Not sure if my spelling was right there all the way. Gratitude is an attitude. Attitude is a skill. A skill is a habit. And a habit can be learned. Gratitude is not about an, uh, an unrealistic, optimistic view. Gratitude is about being able to look at the present and say, what do I have right now? And where do I go? If you find yourself saying, I'm going to be more grateful when, or I'm going to be happier when, or I'm going to feel better about my life when I have more money, I have a job, I have a better partner, I have a different partner, I don't have a partner, that's called destination addiction. If we can't find gratitude, happiness, joy, serenity in the present, if that's what the present calls for, you won't find it when you get to the destination. It's like a friend who said, well, I'll be happier on the West Coast, and they go, and then they go, well, I'll be happier in Chicago, and then they go, they go, I'll be happier in another country, and they go. Destination addiction is a mirage. Let's seal in the word slam with the word change. So to seal in today's slam, write the word change. Hmm. Yeah, Janice, right here in Bryant Park, New York City. And when you're in the city, in Bryant Park, my office is right there. My home is right there. We could even have a gratitude slam party. Be up for a gratitude slam party in the park. Yeah, Kathy's asking, so keeping things in the right perspective helps attain gratitude. I'll share this with you. Here's the order in which humans lose their shit. First, they lose perspective. Then they get impatient. Then they become angry. Then they fall into resentment. Then they fall into contempt. Everything is about perspective. There is no good. There is no bad. It is just what it is, or as the Buddhists would say, that's just the suchness of it. And so you can have gratitude and be sad. You can have gratitude and be frustrated or disappointment. Disappointed. The goal is, what do I have right now to manifest what I want? Because if you say, I don't have any of the tools, then there's no opportunity for gratitude. Gratitude only comes from present reality. And we can start with, today, I have a beating heart. And for that, I'm grateful for it. How far am I from the train station? Penn Station is a 20-minute walk from here. Slam down in the chat section, what's your biggest key for the day? Then we're going to sign off, go about our day, and find gratitude. So I challenge you, Kathy, and everyone to look for gratitude in, ever, in, in more moments today by going, what do I have right now? What is present moment for me right now? So in the chat section, put down, what's your biggest key? What's the biggest thing that unlocked for you today? Help us learn about ourselves through your eyes. So whatever you walked away with means this gratitude slam is serving as your crystal ball and you are seeing what you need to see out of it. And by stating it in the chat section, what did you get from today's slam? And maybe it's as simple as just a sense of freaking community and normalcy then that's fine too. But as we read your comments, we get to see our lives through your eyes and we can go, oh wow, yeah, that's a perspective I missed. There's that P word again, perspective. 
For Amanda, it was stress as a unit of change. For Jennifer, change is okay. Not only is change okay, change is inevitable. That is part of the universe's fabric is to create change. Change is evolution, change is innovation, change is conflict, change is confrontation. And all of those things exist, and I'm saying this as an empath who really is not a fan, uh, lover of conflict and confrontation, the only way out is through. Conflict, confrontation is evolution, it is innovation, it is change. It is the dynamic fabric of the universe. Yeah, it says we could party at our park and our office. Yeah, we'll have tea. You love seeing other people put in the things in the comments, and that resonates with you, yeah. Janice says, key is what is, for you, what's causing you stress, the idea of stress is change. And right, we're going to have these moments where we're like, like this, and it's a massive unit of change. Look what Kathy learns from you. We learn about ourselves through the eyes of others. We can't, God, nature, universe didn't put our eyes out here to look at ourselves. It put it out there for you to look at me and reflect back what you see. We are social creatures. Be, be, not, forget that. And we can make that a badge. Be, we, not, forget that. Let's get the peace out rolling. Uh, thanks so much for showing up, everyone. I always try to hit this around the 21 minute mark. We went a little over, but we had a super important content here. Again, tag someone who's in the Gratitude Slam if you'd like them to watch this video, or please invite people into the Gratitude Slam if you think this is a message they need to hear. And on Thursday, we're going to send out our e-blast. If you're not a part of the e-blast, please direct message me. I'll make sure you get added in, uh, and we'll also have a link to the podcast that's on iTunes and Spotitunes and Spotapoo and Spotawoo. All right, all that stuff. Peace out, Roland. Thanks so much, and thanks for sharing the space with me outside today. I'm now going to go walk to my office right over there, have a beautiful cup of Shen Pu'er tea, and we'll talk again and be together again soon. Love you. As I mentioned in the live recording itself, if you found value in this, I, I welcome you to share this with other people. Um, there's a lot of perspectives out there, and mine's just one of them, but that's what life's about, is being able to look at the different facets of a diamond and choose which one will serve me in the present moment. So thank you for being here, and um, thank you for passing this along to uh, at least one other person uh, if, if you find the opportunity to do so. And thank you for investing the time in yourself and evolving yourself, because if we have more people choosing willingly to safely evolve themselves, just imagine what the world's going to look like. Much love. Thanks for being here and look forward to being inside your ears in future weeks to come.